This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. This story is sort of fascinating, and even if you're not interested in the Mountain West or you could not care less about San Diego State, it's really, really interesting. Yesterday, we told you that San Diego State sent a letter to the conference saying, our intention is to leave. We're getting out. We have until June the 30th, but we want out, and we'd like an extension just to give ourselves a little more time to figure out where we're going. And also, because they have to leave by June 30th, if they intend to leave, which they do, and if they don't, then their exit fee increases from $16.5 million to $34 million. Well, the Mountain West got this request and said, kick rocks. Okay, you want to leave? Leave. In fact, we're not going to give you an extension. And that $16.5 million that is due, forget about a payment plan. Forget about paying this in installments. You can go ahead and leave, and you'll pay all of that by June the 30th. And now... San Diego State, which doesn't have a home, by the way. It says it intends to leave the Mountain West, but they don't have anywhere to go. They're saying, no, 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 we weren't, we weren't intending. We were just saying this is just saying maybe we might. This was an exploratory letter, and now it's backfired. So the Mountain West has essentially said, all right, you want to go? Go. So San Diego State is sitting here. They have to leave now. And Chelsea, they don't have a home. None. And they're not getting an extension. They don't have any deal in the works. They're in no man's land. Yeah, this was not a smart move. You always plan your next move before you burn the house that you live in. So the Mountain West, I think, is doing the right thing here. Because what are you going to do? Like, oh, yeah, we'll give you some extra money to leave. Mm -hmm. No, why would they do this? It feels like a one-year stretch where San Diego State is trying to strike while the iron is hot. They just went Mm -hmm. to the national championship in basketball. They did not win, but gave a lot of publicity to the school, to the conference. And now they're saying, oh, well, we're too good for you now. Let's go to the Pac-12. Well, the (laughs) Pac-12 has to agree to let you in, or you have to go somewhere else. I would imagine they probably find a home. It does not feel like a long-term plan for San Diego State just to be twisting in the wind. They're not Notre Dame. Notre Dame is the only school that can pull this off, and uh, San Diego State is not that. I think San Diego State was feeling themselves just a little too much after making the Final Four. Yeah. And I like San Diego State. And if you look at the broader picture, they've been planning for this. They built a brand new stadium that they have on campus. They've improved their athletic facilities. And so then they do all of that, getting ready to potentially join a new conference. And then they make the Final Four. And they must have thought, who doesn't want old San Diego State as a part of the conference? And I like San Diego State, but man, at the end of the day, you kind of have to know your lane. And I think eventually maybe they end up in the Pac-12 or Big 12. But there's a really big chance here 
that these guys are just kind of playing for nothing just as an independent. I meant San Diego State as an independent. That's just ridiculous to say. So are they going to, like, who will they have to play? Will they have to, like, quickly schedule some random games? This could be a disaster for yeah. a team that's coming off a trip to the national championship, like, to try to build some momentum when you don't have, like, think about the way the NCAA basketball works, where mm-hmm. even these smaller conferences, they they get automatic bids, don't they? Like, all the, the smaller conferences, most for the most part, get automatic bids. But if yeah. you don't win your conference, you probably are not getting in. Like, if you mm-hmm. go to a smaller conference, like, you got to be really good in the regular season in order to get in because you're not getting two bids from these smaller conferences. So, like, this has the potential to be very, very bad for a team that's coming off, like, a high for the program. Yeah. They'll be in this year, so they would be in for this season. Everything is already set and uh. ready to go. But after next year, that's when things get really, really dicey. So they've got some time here, but with the way things have shifted in college football, there are certainly no guarantees. And there are a lot of schools that are going to get left out in the cold in lesser conferences. Maybe you, you tack on yourself to the Pac-12, Big 12, you get lucky. But that's no guarantee when you're San Diego State. Let's go to Omaha, Chelsea. College World Series yesterday. A couple games. Tennessee tops Stanford 6-4. Tennessee minus 135 on the money line. Total set at 10. The over hits. The Cardinal eliminated. Game tied at 4 in the 6th. The balls break things open with a couple runs to put them in the lead for good. Chase Burns, six shutout innings in relief, becomes the first reliever to blank an opponent for six innings since 1997. And his story is pretty fascinating because last year he was a starter as a freshman, won national honors. And then this season, he was really struggling. They move him to the pen, does great. Now Tennessee's moving on to face LSU. And the Cardinal is leaving Omaha after going 0 for 2. In the other game, the top overall seed, Wake Forest, edges LSU 3 to 2. Wake minus 185 on the money line, total set at 10 and a hook. The under hits. And the Deeks can thank Bennett Lee, their catcher. He makes this unbelievable grab and tag at home play keeps this game tied at two and then in the eight delivers the game-winning single to help wake advance the demon deacons seven and zero in the postseason the fifth number one national seed to win its first two games of the college world series and listen to this quote from closer canvin menachi who can beat us it seems pretty much impossible so the amount of fun we have is truly incredible Oh, if that's not bulletin board material for all the teams remaining in the College World Series, it's pretty much impossible to beat us. Wake is the best team remaining. Hell of an effort by LSU, but man, Wake continues to find a way. I would have had them on the run line yesterday. Glad I didn't make that bet, but it's kind of getting exciting now. Exactly. And the thing that I'm noticing when trying to back teams in the College World Series is the pitching rotation or which starter they are throwing because i'll say this about stanford they gave it their best shot they had the rotation Mm -hmm. lined up where they had their ace quinn matthews throwing against tennessee and he did pretty well through four innings he was cruising and then problems Mm -hmm. came in the fifth and jenks were you watching this game this guy has the most davis mills neck i've ever seen this guy (laughs) has the longest neck I think his neck might be longer than Davis Mills. And this is what I was realizing when I was watching this game on the treadmill. But I think moving forward, you've got to see how the rotations line up 
and if these teams will be throwing their aces because you're looking at some of these teams who are facing elimination and i'm wondering if they will get to have their ace because look at lsu who has paul Skeens, but didn't he just throw like over 100 pitches just a couple yeah. of days ago so i'm not sure how it works in college baseball but one would think that he's probably off limits but do you send this guy to the mound after throwing seven and two thirds with your season mm. on the line? It's a tough decision. I don't know. This this is when this double elimination tournament format really comes into play and managerial decisions matter so much. I, I don't know the answer to that. I'm glad I'm not the one who has to make this call because, yeah, how do you balance that out between, okay, this is our best arm, but also this guy's arm might be worn out i don't know we get two elimination games today tcu taking on oral roberts tcu the favorite minus 165 in that game oral roberts plus 125 total set at 11 and hook and tennessee and lsu tennessee minus 120 lsu minus 110 total set at 12 i will say that everyone i talk to who has ever been to the college world series they say you gotta go you have to go. It's the parkism. And they re, they opened, I think, a brand new ballpark or at least redid the entire thing not too long ago. But mm -hmm. the atmosphere there for that, for this tournament, I hear, is just vastly underrated. It's one of those things where you don't think about it when you think of great sporting events. But I would say that it's probably one of those sneaky events that if you go, you have a really great time. Especially for the fan bases, because look at some of the blue chip programs that are routinely hanging their hat on being very good at baseball. Tennessee in the mm -hmm. past years, LSU is always up there. So we'll see if LSU can survive, because I thought going in that they were one of the better teams. And it looks like a three-horse race kind of coming into it. Now we see Wake Forest, the favorites to win it all over a bet MGM at minus 115. Florida, mm -hmm. who's looked pretty solid as well, plus 170. LSU is seven to one, but I believe they'll have to win like three straight games, maybe, uh, to get to mm -hmm. the final. I'm not sure how the math works there. Uh, but still, I think that Wake Forest has looked like the most dominant team in every aspect of the game. And I think that's what you're looking for when you have to win this many games in a row. And it's this long of a stretch to get to the championship. Wake Forest has the bats. They have the pitching depth because that's the thing that I get nervous about with LSU because, yes, they have the high-end talent in Paul Skeens. But from there, like how many other of those pitchers do you trust? And for Tennessee, they threw their best reliever, I believe, in Chase Burns mm -hmm. yesterday who was yep. touching 100. How are these kids throwing 100 these days? Do you remember the days in which there was like three pitchers in baseball that threw 100? Aroldis Chapman, there was another guy. I'm trying to think who he was. Um, but it didn't feel like many. And now all these kids are 100. But yes, uh, we'll be interesting to see how these pitching rotations line up for some of these elimination games and what decisions are being made. I'll tell you one thing. I'm playing Oral Roberts spite play today. Plus 125, I'll do it. I don't like TCU. I, I don't care about TCU. I'm tired of TCU. Go play. I just want TCU fans that Texas is not your rival. We don't care. We don't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've had success against I don't care. Go play SMU. Go play Texas. Te Go to Denton and play North Texas. Just leave us alone. We don't care. We saw what happened against Georgia. I'm looking for an upset. I'm looking for a fan base, Chelsea, that is actually giving someone besides LSU a run for the money in the Rocco's Jello Shot Challenge. And that is Oral Roberts. By the way, I have an update for you. The Tigers 
have lapped the field. Right now, this is as of around 5.30 yesterday, they have consumed 21,435 shots. They're lapping the field. Lapping. Surprise to no one. (laughs) I know. They come home at minus 100 to lap the field at Rocco's. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BeckQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.